As we continue looking at Ephesians 4, today at verses 24 through 29, we're reminded that in previous verses, Paul calls us to unity and walking worthy of our high calling as Christ followers. In verses 24 to 28, he gives specific guidance as to how we accomplish that. Verse 24, put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. So stop telling lies. He's writing this to believers. Told to put on our new nature. So stop telling lies, Christians. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. You know, lies affect the unity of believers. God is a God of truth. Satan is the father of lies. So Paul is saying, stop. Not try to not lie, but stop telling lies. If we are going to put on Christ-likeness, we have to stop telling lies. Lies divide us. Lives cause us to be not believed. We lose the ability of the world to believe what we say when we also tell lies. So stop telling lies. Verse 26 goes on and says, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still anger, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. Now, sometimes a Christian may legitimately become angry. Jesus became angry at times, but in those times, we have to be extra careful how we act, for anger gives no excuse to sin. Don't let your sin lead, or your anger rather, lead to sin. Sinning in anger would include things such as saying unkind things or acting in harmful ways towards others. We may not always be able to keep from getting angry, but we can keep from sinning when we do. A lot of people come in for counseling because of their anger issues, and often that's a result of a pile of unresolved conflict in their life. And the anger from each and every one of those things remains in them until it's almost like a pressure cooker that wants to explode, and their anger becomes explosive because they failed to deal with the conflict inside of them. Well, therefore, if you are going to be angry but not sin, or not allow your anger to lead to sin, you need to resolve your conflict to deal with the source of that anger. Don't let anger cause you to sin. Take care of it before the sun goes down. Verse 28 goes on and then says, if you're a thief, really? You're a Christ follower and you're a thief? If you're a thief, he says, quit stealing and instead use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others who are in need. So in other words, Christian, stop stealing. Stop stealing paper clips and pens at work. Stop stealing hotel towels. And instead of taking, use those hands as a way to start giving. If we are to put on our new nature, there are some things that we need to stop doing and some things that we need to start doing. And this last one is huge because bad language has become a pervasive sin in our culture and yes, in the church. Remember, he's writing to believers. Verse 29, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. I'm really concerned about how many times people come and say, do you think a Christian can do this? Do you think it's okay for a Christian to say that? Or for someone to come in and say, I really love this person, but I can't stop cussing them out. Listen, 
Foul or abusive language hurts. It doesn't divide. Can you imagine Jesus throwing the F-bomb around? I'm serious about that. And yet, it's pretty pervasive, not just in our youth culture, but in our culture at, loud, at, at large. Paul says, don't use foul or abusive language, because guess what? You don't look like Jesus when you do that. Foul and abusive language offends and divides. And ultimately, it's a heart issue, because out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. So Paul is saying, stop doing that. Put on, like a garment, the new nature, God's image, Christ-likeness, truly righteous and holy. It's a tall order, but it's not a suggestion. It's a command. And I'm grateful that Paul calls us to task, tells us what we need to do so that we can begin to change our actions, change our behavior, so that we more adequately reflect Christ to the world around us. Lord Jesus, it's hard to be like you, but through the power of your Holy Spirit and through spiritual disciplines, we can and we should. So we pray that you'd speak to each and every one of us this week so that we might, and we ask it in your name, amen. Keep looking to Jesus, keep looking like Jesus, and keep the faith.